about to witness the strength of Flex Talk. selling it. That's what you do when someone passes away. Check it out. Fully automated security systems. Windows have retractable shields. This place is a fortress. I guess some people get paranoid in their old age. What were you trying to hide, Dad? I just want to say again how sorry I was to hear about your father. I just want to make it through the weekend and come home. Mom? I swear to God, if you're hiding something... What do you want? We want something in the house. I will do anything to protect my kids. Do exactly what I say or you and your kids will not survive this night. Do you understand? I broke into the wrong house. All right, guys, and we're back. And this time, I literally just walked out of the theater checking out the brand new Gabrielle Union film, Breaking In. Now, this film was directed by James McTeague, I believe it is. I believe it's pronounced James McTeague. And uh, he did such films as V for Vendetta, The Raven, Ninja Assassin, which I actually really, really liked Ninja Assassin. Not too many people liked it. But that one, he did a film with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig called The Invasion. I never saw that one. He was actually uncredited in that film. He did a couple of Netflix originals as well. Also did a movie called Survivor with Pierce Brosnan. So this guy has a couple credits under his belt. And now he kind of tackles the home invasion genre with breaking in. Now, if you guys notice, I am talking a little low. I'm recording this a little later at night. Like I said, we just caught a premiere showing uh, Thursday night, May 10th of Breaking In. And it's kind of my girlfriend and I's guilty pleasure watching these thriller type films. I kind of call them the glorified Lifetime movies. It's what I called the movie Traffic, which came out about a month ago, where... You kind of know what to expect. You know the acting's not going to be superb. The writing's not going to be superb as well. And um, with this, you kind of really didn't get too much breaking out of the shell of that theme, I guess. There's definitely a target audience for people that watch these type of movies. And I'm definitely in that demo. Just for the fact that I like to see cool home invasion movies or cool movies that they're, they're just straight up thrillers. I mean, that you can be in a situation like this. Now, without getting too much off topic, let's just jump directly into this movie. Um, they're kind of marketing it as a mother type film. I mean, it is happening Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> it's funny because the poster says payback is a mother. And, um, like I said, it stars Gabrielle Union, Billy Burke, Richard Cabral. Ajona, Alexis, Levi Madden, or Levi Meaden, Seth Carr, Mark Furs, Jason George, Krista Miller. You got Damien Leake, who plays her father. And if you guys 
already didn't know. I saw this movie solo. Well, I saw my girlfriend, but I did not see it with my buddy Josh. He didn't really care to see it. I don't think these type of films are his cup of tea. That's cool. I don't mind watching just... I watch all genres of films. I think he's a little more picky with his time, and I totally, totally understand This movie is not exceptional. It's not one of those ones that you have to go out and get it on Blu-ray or even see it like the first weekend. It's one of those flicks that you kind of just throw on maybe in the background or watch it streaming on Netflix or something like that. That's kind of what I got out of it. Now, breaking in is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, the story here though, you get Gabrielle Union, who, uh, her name is Sean, S-H-A-U-N. I always find that really, really weird when you got females with boy, uh, names or male type names, but it's whatever besides the point. But they kept calling her Sean, 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 and it's just, after a while, it just gets a little weird. But anyways, Sean, um, it starts off with a little introduction from Sean's father, who's Isaac. And you kind of see him in like a little pen, a penthouse suite. You see that he has money because he kind of pulls out a drawer and there's, you know, about 50 top notch watches there. And he throws that on. He gets ready for his run. He hits the street, you know, and, and he has his headphones, you know, with the music playing and stuff like that. And boom, he gets hit automatically, uh, crossing the street. This car came out of nowhere, even though he looked both ways. You find out that it wasn't a typical hit and run. These people had a motive and they targeted him. We don't get to see who it is, but then we kind of jump forward a little bit. A couple days later, I guess after the the funeral and all that, Gabrielle Union's taking her family. Uh, Her daughter is Jasmine and her son is Glover and uh, taking them to his house or one of his uh, estates uh, because it is going to be auctioned off. She wanted to sell it because I guess um, they don't really explain the backstory too much of their relationship, but they have, a, they had conflict. She didn't, res- uh, she didn't, I guess she didn't like what he, what he did for money, or I guess there might've been some controversy. Something happened where they they were butting heads and they kind of just didn't talk to each other for, for a while. Right. So we established that, but it's pretty much she just wants to sell this house and get any memory out of her head of her father. So boom, we have that. They're headed to the cabin or the, I'm sorry, they're headed to this. It looks like a huge, huge mansion out in the middle of the woods, lots of acres. Um, it looks like he had, he had horses there at one time. So this man has a lot of strip of land. We don't know what he did. We just know that she's showing up there uh, to meet with the real estate agent. So they're going to kind of make a little getaway of it of the, you know, over the weekend, whatever, little family vacation. So she's there without her husband. Her She kind of, she calls her husband, checks in and says, Hey, you know, we're here. He says, you know, I'm swamped at work, but you know, I might be able to come by later or this weekend, something, yada, yada. So they kind of get settled in. Literally maybe 20 minutes into the movie, you see that someone's already been in the house and things are kind of, things are out of the ordinary. It doesn't look like it's been left untouched. It look, you see a couple of, um, broken pictures on the floor. The garage is open a little bit. You see that someone's been using the power tools and that kind of is a red flag right there immediately for her. 
then you get some of the bad guys coming into the picture and then we have our home invasion movie. Now, I think it got me a little twisted up from the trailer because I really didn't know what was happening or how they were able to take her kids or whatever. Her kids are in the house. She's outside making a phone call. And this is exactly how she gets stranded outside or locked out of the house because I guess dad had, you know, a full security system and, and these criminals, they activated it. And they were able to close. There's like these like shields on the windows and stuff like that. He had it barricaded. He has like 50 security cameras around the whole house. So they activate that, you know, and, and the blinds are coming down and she sees the kids through the window and, and they're obviously scared. And, and she sees one of these guys. She sees this guy, Billy Burke. Uh, as she sees this guy, Eddie, he's played by Billy Burke, the actor. And this guy looks exactly like Keanu Reeves in John Wick. He has the same hair, the same facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> the same mannerisms as a Keanu John Wick character, spot on. I don't know if that was intentional or what. He even kind of dressed like a casual-looking John Wick. But anyways, that's all I could think about every time they showed him. And, um, you know, he kind of, you know, does the shh, you know, puts his finger over his mouth, you know, like, don't make a sound, you know. We basically, you know... Uh, uh, the chips are in our corner type of thing. You know, we have collateral right here, right? You're not going to fuck with us. So Gabriel Union doesn't know what to do. This guy, Eddie, sends one of his guys to go get her. He gets in a scuffle with Gabriel Union. She ends up getting the upper hand, finding out some more information about these guys. That's the one thing I didn't like. She was able to get the information out of this guy really, really quick. And supposedly he was like in the army or, or some kind of military. She was able to get all this information out of him really, really damn quick. So once she has this information, she's able to kind of, you know, just, just kind of count her options a little bit on what, how she can get in the house and, 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 you know, maneuver on these guys, right? So this whole time, these guys are after this safe. It's always the same thing. They're after this safe. They're after the money. It's something like, I don't know, something like $17 million. Something it's, it's in the tens of millions of dollars, right? And you have your bunch of, of, of characters. You have Sam, played by Levi. You have um, this guy. I couldn't tell his ethnicity. His name is Richard Cabral. He plays Duncan. And I thought he was was Latin at first. Uh, he just has that that Latin look, um, very very tatted up. And I guess it's re- they're really tattoos all over him. He was in End of Watch. He played this guy Demon. That was his his street name. I think he's uh, what is he? Does it? Yeah, it doesn't give too much information about this guy. Yeah, on his IMDb, it doesn't give too much information. Um, anyways, he 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 looks the part. And uh, he looks like a thug and he plays like the most thuggish one in the movie. And this guy, Eddie, who's kind of like the ringleader, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just call him John Wick. John Wick is kind of like the ringleader of this whole little scheme they got going on. But his henchmen, played by Sam and Duncan, these I guess he got them fresh out of jail, right? That's usually how you play it. You're the ringleader. You get the people that are expendable. You know, the pawns. These guys are like, 
they do not sync up at all. They're total opposites. One's a real, a real softy. And this guy Duncan is like a, like a maniac. Like if you, if you guys have seen, and I hope you guys have seen this, if you guys are what, or you guys, if you guys are listening to my movie podcast, I expect you guys to know basic fundamental good movies. If you guys have seen Reservoir Dogs, just think of Michael Madsen's character. The guy that kind of dances around with the knife and, and he's a psychopath. He's the one that, you know, tortures the cop and stuff like that. This is what this guy, Duncan, is, but like in a PG 13 mode. Cause I believe this movie is PG 13. You could tell that they didn't really push the envelope for R rating, which I kind of wish they did because there's a scene where, where Eddie, uh, the ringleader or Keanu, freaking John Wick, he says, go, go get the freaking girl. And I'm like, who you're in your late thirties and you're saying freaking to somebody that's tattered up. Like that's fr- that's obviously look like they got, just got out of jail. It just didn't, it didn't seem realistic with the dialogue. So that, that that's for a PG 13 rating. Obviously that's why I say these movies are like really lifetime ish. You know what I mean? Anyways. So forgot what I was saying. But these guys are are going after the safe. No one knows the information. She's trying to get back in the house, Gabrielle Union. And all she wants to do is get her kids. She wants them to leave them, leave them alone. But they're not going to do that because she knows too much. They all know too much. They've all seen, all the family has seen these criminals' faces, right? So she's able to get back in the house by kind of luring them out one by one and just kind of breaking the security system, the lights, uh, all that, all that stuff. She's able to get back in the house and then she kind of has the upper hand. Now, the one thing I really, really did not like is that Gabrielle Union, I was telling my girlfriend this in the car back. Every time I see her face, all I can think about is bring it on. Is that cheerleader movie, bring it on because she has like the real sassy face but like a nice girl type i i, I can't it, even when she's kind of being pushed to her limit where they're saying like we're gonna kill your kids like she doesn't have like that mean mean face even though she kind of puts it on like i don't it's not too believable you know what i mean so even though she does get gritty and she you know she's you know fighting for her life especially in a couple of these early scuffles that she gets in with this guy um with this guy Peter, one of the first guys that she gets in a fight with in the woods, it, look, it looks like a very realistic fight. She's kicking him a lot in the face and gouging his eyes and stuff. She just doesn't have that mean girl look. I think if they would have casted someone that that had that look, that can go from like sweet and you know sweet innocent but like you know stern mom to like a just a stone cold like real you know a uh, uh, strong jawed. MMA fighter type look, I think it would have worked a lot better. That being said, I think Gabrielle Union always does a, a really good job. I got to check out other, I, you know what? I haven't really seen a Gabrielle Union movie in a while. I don't really follow her career too much, but um, I really liked her performance in this film. Yeah, like I said, she, Bring It On came out freaking 18 years ago. Uh, she was also in Bad Boys 2, 10 Things I Hate About You. She's actually been in a lot of movies. It's, it says she's been in about over 80 movies right now. Uh, Sleepless. Oh, that's right. She played uh, the, the mother in Sleepless. Um, Birth of a Nation. 
she uh think like a man too yeah a couple of tyler perry movies i mean not really my cup of tea i don't i don't really follow that oh god she was in meet dave with eddie murphy all right enough of that resume but um yeah o- overall i mean and i don't want i don't want to i don't want to spoil too much of it i mean i kind of just laid the gr- the groundwork as far as what's going on in this film um you kind of get you know a little bit of action then it stops and then a little bit of action then it stops and i guess overall the this movie's forgettable it's totally forgettable like i said it's, it's something you just throw on in the background and you just kind of like let it play out a little bit you know and um I don't think it's going to be like one of these uh, coffee book reads or whatever you call them, like a table book read where people are gathering around discussing this film too much after. Um, it's always creepy to see these type of home invasion movies. Like I said earlier, it kind of what would you know, what would you do in these type of situations? Actually, the the the, the son really, really did some pretty good acting. Um, Seth Carr, who played uh, Glover Russell. He did a really good job, and I and I actually enjoyed the the daughter's performance as well. A uh, a Jonah, a Giona Alexis, uh, she played Jasmine Russell. Uh, and I usually don't like like children actors. Um, I don't I don't I don't think they have enough experience to kind of um, put their all into it. I mean, it's just it's just an experience level. So usually in movies they don't do too well, but these two kids actually did a pretty good job. Believable. Um, the father kind of comes later in the film and I didn't think he was believable at all. Um, but he had a very, very small, small role. Um, I didn't like the, the chemistry between these guys. I mean, I understand they were there for one job. It's just the, the John wick guy was just so weird. I don't know. He was just kind of like, he was annoying and he was like, uh, you know, you're going to give me the money or I'm going to kill your family. That was like a, a top, that was like a, the main line he would give like four or five times throughout this movie. Yet he would do nothing really about it. Uh, the kids were always escaping after they tied him up. Um, I really enjoyed the guy, Richard Cabral, like Duncan the most. I think he felt more of like someone that was, that would actually do this job. The guy Levi, uh, the character of Sam. Uh, played by Levi, was the softest character. I felt like they would have killed his ass in real life a long time ago because he was just so nervous about getting caught and, you know, he, we don't, we shouldn't be hurting anybody and this is not supposed to happen like this. You know, I mean, you always get that one guy, but in a real life situation, they would off him in a second for even questioning, you know, the ringleader or just kind of going against the grain. You know what I mean? But, um, Overall, uh, don't want to give away what happens, but these two go head to head, uh, Gabrielle Union and Billy Burke, which are Sean versus Eddie. So you get that clash, of course, in the end. Very predictable. You know, it's going to happen. You know that some of these guys, they don't die. They're going to keep coming back. They're going to pop up somehow. And, um, I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's good for, for, uh, afternoon watch or whatever, but I, I thought this was such a weird choice to throw in on Mother's Day weekend. Usually you think of, you know, comedies or something like that. And the home invasion is such a weird choice for a mother, a mother movie. I don't know. I, I, like, I, I don't even picture, I, I, I pictured much rather taking my mother to go see Tully. Which I wanted to do. She was busy, unfortunately. But I would much rather take my mom to see Tully 
as opposed to this film. It, it just did. It seemed really, really out of place. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it uh, a five out of 10. It, it was, it was entertaining. Um, not too suspenseful. Like they had the music behind it. I just wasn't, I, I didn't feel tense. I didn't feel on the edge of my seat. Of course, when, you know, some people got shot or, or, you know, she was running away from these people, you know, you, your heart kind of races a little bit. You don't want them to get caught. Obviously you always think about what you're going to do in that situation, but, uh, just, it just wasn't, um, it just wasn't suspenseful enough, I guess. Let's see. So the writer, the writer was Ryan Engel. And, uh, let's see. He also wrote for, uh, the new commuter movie with Liam Neeson. I haven't seen it. Also nonstop. Another Liam Neeson movie. Oh, and he was the writer for Rampage. No wonder I didn't dig the writing. Wow. Okay. Well, that says it all right there. But yeah, um, I'd say, I'd say wait to DVD to see this movie or wait to VOD to see this movie. Uh, so that's it for my review. Breaking in 2018 comes out. Uh, I saw it tonight, May 10th, but technically it does come out May 11th, 2018. If you guys like this review, please follow us on Instagram at talkflix. That's talk F L I X. We're also streaming on Apple iTunes, Mixcloud, Castbox. Just search on your in your favorite podcast device, Flix Talk. That's F L I X Talk. Subscribe, review, rate, all that good stuff, guys. We love it. And um, if you guys like giveaways, um, I'm actually ending a giveaway this Saturday, May twelfth, two thousand and eighteen, for a Black Panther steel book, and that also comes with a. Eric Killmonger Funko Pop. So if you guys are in the mood for some Marvel giveaway, please check that out. So many people are entering this giveaway, like over 60. And that's so awesome because we're, 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 we're a very, very new channel and a very, very new, um, social media Instagram page. And, and I'm just really excited. And thank you guys so much for the support. We're already like at over 300 followers and stuff. So that's cool. I mean, we barely started this like less than a month ago. So. Thank you guys. And uh, like always, this is David for Flix Talk signing out.